This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic from Bloomberg Radio. Well, there's a lot going on in the world of EVs. You know that if you listen and watch Bloomberg, uh, especially as major automakers are ramping up their offerings, really looking to give Tesla some challenges. Uh, just yesterday, we heard about Mercedes-Benz entering a new era with its flagship S-Class sedan going electric. Well, here with a roundup of the best electric vehicles of 2021, though, with some caveats and metrics in mind, is Brian Moody. He's executive editor for Auto Trader. He's with us on the phone in Atlanta. Brian, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks uh, for having me. I'm doing well. Happy it's Friday, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> um, first of all, tell us about the metrics you use to evaluate the EVs that are out there, because you did come up with kind of a top list of EVs. We did. So one of the things that we included was the car had to have a plug. And so we didn't include hybrids, but we did include plug-in hybrids. So they're both electric only and plug-in hybrid vehicles. We also put the price cap at $75,000. And we wanted to only include cars that would be available within the next six months to the public so that it would be, you know, it would be meaningful to someone who's going to buy an electric car. All right. So notably absent is Tesla. Is it that dollar mark that knocks it out or what? No, because Tesla actually has um, a couple of cars well under that price range. Last year, uh, we do this list every year. Last year, we had the Model 3 on our list. Mm -hmm. And it is a fun car to drive. And we also like the way it looked. But one of the reasons we didn't include it this year was because of increasing competition, for one thing. And a lot of us didn't care for that main central screen that controls everything, Uh, a more traditional screen uh, with also gauges where you expect them to be, we thought was safer and more in line with what people would expect from a car. All right. So it was reviewed, but you just you guys just didn't really like it as much. Yeah, and it's a good car. I think if someone was looking for an inexpensive electric car, that's fun. And that's your main criteria. I would say you should be looking at cars like the Hyundai Kona, the Ford Mustang Mach-E, and that's in addition to to many others that, you know, we have a list of 10. You can't include everything. Let's talk about them, and that's fair. And what's interesting, when I was looking at your list, I'm like, wow, there's a fair amount of EVs out there. So walk us through the list, some of the standouts, uh, based on your analysis. Well, one standout that's really telling is the new Chevy Bolt EUV. And what that is, is it's more of a crossover SUV-type version of the Chevy Bolt we already know. So that tells you right there, Chevrolet knows something about making money and about making cars that people want. Crossover SUVs is where this is going. We also like the Toyota RAV4 Prime. Again, same type of thing. The Volvo XC40 Recharge, an all-electric small Volvo SUV. And then the Ford Mustang Mach-E, which is... A Mustang in name, but it has more of a uh, sits high up off the ground and has more of a crossover SUV type of feel. Can you see a you see a theme here? People mm-hmm. like SUVs. Yeah. Well, listen, right? I mean, that's the one thing I guess when it comes to the EV market, right? Do I mean do makers, manufacturers, they need to be thinking about really kind of the cars people want to be driving if they're you know hoping to kind of juice those EV uh, purchase numbers. Right. That that's exactly right. Now, there are plenty that aren't SUV-based. For mm-hmm. example, the Nissan Leaf is an affordable one that we like. Um, but when it comes to cars like, say, uh, the Hyundai Ioniq, well, those aren't SUVs. That's just a regular car. But there's also a good number of plug-in hybrids. We did put a couple of those on the list, too, because we feel like it bridges the gap between fully electric and some concerns people might have and fully gas that has its own set of 
concerns. And one of the best of those is the Lincoln Aviator. It's a plug-in hybrid that goes for 21 miles on electric only, mm-hmm. then gas and electric combined to get great gas mileage. Well, you know, what is it that people want right now? What's the consumer demand? Do they want the hybrids? Do they want completely electric vehicles? What are still their concerns? I do feel like the infrastructure is still lagging uh, when it comes to support of the electrical vehicle market. Right. I don't think that the confidence is there. So what people want are trucks and SUVs. Yeah. And when you can give them an electric version of that, and this is the important part, convince them that they will never be without a way to refuel or recharge, that's when it's going to you know, really make a difference. There's a lot of electric trucks coming, but they're just not here right now. Well, do you feel like with the president's infrastructure plan, and certainly there's allocation for things like this, and building out the infrastructure for electric vehicles, we, we're going to need to have some kind of program like that in order for EVs to really take off in this country? Probably, yes. Um, but here's the one thing that concerns me, is that if it was, you know, the way the market works, the way the economy works is that it's it's market-driven. It's demand-driven. Competition makes great things. Why don't we see gas stations ramping up their electric charging stations to make stacks of money? I don't know the answer, but the fact that it's not happening makes me think that there's something that we, are, we aren't really aware of at this point. The well, cars are good, and they can be charged up at home, but that's not enough for some people. Well, who owns gas stations in the U.S.? Are they franchises or they're owned by the big you know, integrated oil companies who are kind of working their book there, No. Right, and many are, many are franchises, so they would they're probably making more money on selling coffee and Twinkies than they are selling gas. Yeah, it's interesting. Hey, when you look ahead to this year, I do feel like all of a sudden there is a lot of momentum. Whether it's Volkswagen, whether it's Mercedes, whether it's you know pick your well-known auto manufacturer, it does feel like all of a sudden everybody's all in on EVs. Yes, and I'll tell you something that you just mentioned that I find very um, encouraging: the Volkswagen ID. Four that you just mentioned is a very compelling car no matter how it's powered. So it is an all-electric car. That's the only way it comes. But it's good-looking. It's fun to drive. The interior is great. The part that it's electric, I don't know that younger drivers are going to care that much as they get older. They just want something cool. That new Volkswagen is just cool no matter what. Interesting. I know my daughter likes Volkswagens and checking that out. Hey, uh, Brian, thank you so much. Have a, a really wonderful weekend. Brian Moody, who's executive editor at Auto Trader, joining us on the phone from Atlanta talking about uh, their list of the best electric vehicles of 2021. Uh, you can also find it if you go online and check them out on Twitter at autotrader underscore com.